I have to make an episode about this as well because faking it till you make it is good, but only with action. If I was to fake it till I make it to be a completely different person, I will never become that person until I take action. I can have that persona, but I truly won't be that person. Therefore, I'll just get caught out. I wouldn't even be able to sustain it because it's just going to be... It's just fake. And and faking it till you're making it does require action. Therefore, it's not a bad thing faking it till you're making it. I do believe that to a degree. It's actually just a... In, in fact, it's really just a cliche kind of sentence, right? Everyone is faking it till they're making it because all that is is... You want to become a professional footballer? Well, you're not a professional footballer yet, so you've got to do everything you can to get there to become it. That is faking it till you're making it. Maybe it's faking a persona, but if you want to become that thing, then you do have to... You don't, you, don't, you don't become born with it, right? You have to fake it till you make it, I guess. But that faking is really just action. Do us a quick favor, guys. Hit the follow subscribe button. Share this with someone who would benefit from it. And help us grow, as the more we grow, the better the episodes we get. Thanks, guys, for helping us. And let's get into the episode. Welcome back to this episode of Sculptor Podcast. Today, we are going through... Let me actually just check. Uh, listen to this every day and change your life. Now, I've accidentally become a bit of a motivational speech guy. Accidentally. Um, Les Brown. So, not too sure who Les Brown is. Um, and honestly, not too sure why I'm listening to a motivational speech. If you know my stance on motivation, you'd know that I think that these are good for short-term motivation, but long-term motivation, this is the dumbest thing ever. Um, okay, take that with a grain of salt. That was like a bit... Um, hmm. I was trying to point a touchy subject for some people, so take that with a grain of salt. But I don't know too much about Les Brown, and that's why I'm listening to him. So let's get straight into it. Judge a person not by what they accomplished, but what they had to overcome for their accomplishment. People that are hungry have zero excuses for not pursuing their dreams. And they come back again and again and again. They operate like Willie Jolly, who said that a setback is a setup for a comeback. I've got a saying that life knocks you down, try and land on your back, because if you can look up, you can get up. You can get up. You can get up. I'm training people to get into their greatness, to begin to develop the courage to pursue dreams beyond their comfort zones. Because in order to do something you've never done, you've got to become someone you've never been. When you're pursuing your greatness, you don't know what your limits are, so you act like you don't have any. There's never a shortage of opportunities. It's just a shortage of thinking. Because some things are taught and some things are caught. When I was in the fifth grade, they put me back from the fifth grade into the fourth grade. I failed again in the eighth grade. I have no college training. So being identified and labeled as DT, the dumb twin, it, it gave me a, a lot of things to overcome. And so there was no one to dispute what was said about me, and I bought it. Even if you were told a lie, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. You hear it often enough, it becomes your reality perception not challenge becomes real for you someone's opinion of you does not have to become your reality so if you can track failure you can also track success you have greatness in you i don't know you but here's what i know based upon my own experience you have greatness in you 
that you have the ability to do more than you could ever begin to imagine. You have greatness in you. There's a presence in each and every one of us that waits and listens to the voice of the genuine in yourself. It will be perhaps the only guide you will ever have or hear. And if you cannot hear it all of your life, will be spent on the ends of strings that somebody else pulls. When you recognize your greatness, no one will ever pull your strings. You are different. Just want to add on that point. No, not even a point. Just the whole video so far. I've got nothing against Les Brown because I don't know it. But from my understanding of this video, and probably even my fault here of selecting this video is it sounds scripted, but it's off a podcast. So I'm assuming that it's just been completely edited. And the things of which he's saying are very up for interpretation, if that makes sense. It's not very clear. It's all around a specific point, which I would just say, get your life in order, which to get your life in order, it's not as simple as that, which makes sense, but he's also not going into the direct things of which um, getting your life in order takes. For example, talking about, um, what was it? He was saying something about, uh, yeah, being like a puppet almost. I guess that's the reality if you are not getting your life in order. So he's, he, I guess to a degree, this is ties into the fact of being motivational. I guess it's kind of a, it's a deterrent. And that's what I talk about when I'm talking about the incentive and motivation and, and taking action and being disciplined. When you see the incentive is so far away or it's the the incentive is that it's something bad is so close, then you are just forced to take action. I think kind of from the first two minutes and 18 seconds, I'm kind of seeing that Les is talking about him making you aware of how big the incentive is for you to start taking action because it's so bad on the other side if that makes sense, which is something we haven't really gone over at the Sculptor Podcast yet, but we can definitely go into it a bit more because it's very prevalent, very relevant, and um, happens for everyone, right? You have to take action because of X, Y, or Z. And that is, you do have to take action, not that it's your choice in terms of if you're privileged enough to choose where you need to take action in, that is because you are making the incentive close or the incentive is your dreams and, and what you want to pursue in life. Um, but let's continue watching it. I don't have the best, um, most informed opinion here. Right? I'm, I'm just saying how I see it at the moment. And also, I'm trying to be highly critical here. I don't have anything against this. It's just I'm sharing my thoughts. You were created on purpose with a purpose to manifest that purpose through you. You will never exercise authority and dominion over your life until you exercise authority and dominion over what you are not. Most people go through life living the lie that has been told about them. There's something in you that's greater than your circumstances. There's something in you that's greater than the adversities that you're facing. In life, you're either in a problem, just left one, or headed toward one. You have greatness in you. When you're pursuing your greatness, you live from a place of the willingness to live life courageously, to be willing to take chances, to become a risk taker, to make impact, to go beyond believing, to knowing, 
to lean not unto your own understanding, to feel within yourself. There's some cause, there's something that's bigger than me, but I'm never alone in facing this. There's a presence that will never leave me nor forsake me. And that when you step into that place, more of thee, less of me, that, that there's a, a place where we can go within ourselves. There are things that we can accomplish, things that we can do that eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor is in the heart of mankind. What I'll add is giving you the awareness to start taking action by re-incentivizing and essentially just re-evaluating what your life could look like if you start to take accountability and if you start to take control of it. So as I was saying, the message is get your life in order. The actions aren't there because the actions should be individual to everyone. So it's fair enough for him not to tell you what to do because it's going to look different for you. It's going to look different for me. But he's essentially making you scared of not taking action. He's essentially making you scared of not becoming the best that you can. And that's an incentive in itself, right? If that's scary enough, you're going to take action. If I told you that there's a lion right outside my studio right now, and if I don't build a massive brick wall, then that line's going to come straight through. I'm going to build that brick wall because that incentive is scary enough for me to take action right away. The other way of doing it, if I was to say, okay, there's a lion on that side of the studio, but he's not going to hurt you. But guess what? If you train him so that he goes hurt and hurts the next person in the next studio across, you'll get a million dollars. Well, the incentive is for you to then train that line to then hurt the next person in the next studio across. So there's different ways of incentivizing. Um, at the end of the day, they both force action. And and what Les is doing is his kind of guilt tripping you almost because it's it's going to be individual for everyone. But it's kind of, it's a form of guilt tripping, but I don't have a problem with that. I think you should almost, I have to be careful with what I say because it can be <laughs> taken the wrong way. To a degree, I guilt trip myself into doing things as well. But I think that it's a positive thing. I guilt, I guilt trip myself into training because I know that if I don't, then I'm there's someone doing more than me or I'm going to lose X, Y, or Z. So I have to. And I'm guilt tripping myself. And I've heard some people say that, that that's toxic. That's bad. You don't want to be... You don't want that you know, voice at the back of your head telling you don't do this or you're feeling guilty um, for doing X, Y, or Z. Now, I think that's perfect. Now... To the highest degree, it can be destructive, but at a regulated level, with a aware enough level, I think there's nothing bad about it and it's helpful. But a lot of these opinions that I may have may seem um, sometimes controversial or just completely individual to myself, which I will admit, a lot of the things that I say would be completely individual and relatable only to people of who I want listening to this and to also people who have the same ambition as me just like when I talk about burnout I'm not talking about the average day-to-day worker who may experience burnout now take that with a grain of salt when I say burnout I'm not saying um you know burnout I'm not I'm not actually saying what everyone says burnout is 
I'm saying they will have a symptom and most likely they don't have any other choice but to keep doing what they're doing and they don't have the ability to adapt and evolve, which I think is the brilliant part of burnout. Um, burnout. When you feel this, it forces you to take action and evolve so that you don't get caught down this rabbit rabbit hole and you just feel like you're going nowhere. And that's what I have the luxury of doing because I'm not complying to anyone's regulations. I am fully in control of what I do and where I go. Therefore, I will always be able to avoid the so-called burnout feeling because I can control my destiny. Um, and when I talk about these topics, I will talk about them typically from my perspective, but I am also fully aware that you may not be living the same life as me and therefore it will be individual just as I said if someone's working day to day and whatnot and they experience the feeling of burnout they may have to just go with it and they may have to have outlets of which subs are sub subligate uh, uh, no, supplement their um their feelings which is that freedom that I have to do the same thing but just by changing my path a little bit that person doesn't have the luxury because they're dependent on doing that thing. So that was just a little bit of context there. Um, but we'll keep going. It's in store for us. When we surrender life to me, when you're pursuing your greatness, you find something that you love, that you surrender to that, that that something gives you life, and that you turn yourself over to that and allow yourself to be used by life. That, to me, is what greatness is. When I was diagnosed with prostate cancer, and I was pondering about my life. Am I going to beat this? Mm. And I was reading his words for comfort, and he said, the ideal situation for a man or woman to die is to have family members praying with them mm. as they cross over. But imagine being on your deathbed and standing around your bed, the ghost of the dreams, the ideas, the abilities given to you by life, but you, for whatever reason, you never pursued those dreams. You never acted on those ideas. You never used those gifts, and there they are looking at you with large angry eyes saying, we came to you, and only you could have given us life, and now we must die with you forever. Mm. And the question is, if you die today, what dreams? What ideas, what gifts will die with you? As I face inevitable death, what in the meaning and purpose of my life that will not be undone or destroyed when I'm gone? My goal now, we learn, we earn, we pass it on. We should be ashamed to die until we've made some major... What he's just said there, is time pressure. And now I use time pressure throughout my life and it's in the sculpted app as well. Time pressure is a very powerful thing. And when you talk about how long you've got left, you're forced to take action. If you really want to get somewhere, time will make you get there faster. Saying that you've only got X amount of time to do it will make you get faster or it will make you learn faster at least. And what he's doing is incentivizing fear not a bad thing not not a bad thing at all and then say we you know what that fear that you may have of never doing x y or z is even made worse because you may not have forever to achieve x y or z so it's really just telling you you need to take action now you need to contribution to humankind 
I think it's important that people find something that gives their life a sense of meaning and value that drives them, that becomes their magnificent obsession. Because we live in a world where we're told more about our limitations rather than our potential, we go to our graves never knowing who we really are. How do we develop a sense of belief? What I'm hearing you say is belief is one of the most important things we can have It is major. It's an ongoing process. I encourage people to read at a minimum of 30 to 40 pages of something positive every day to program your mind. And, and all of us can do that. We can go to the library and check out books. When I think about Og Mandino, who wrote The Greatest Salesman in the World, he was on the verge of committing suicide. Went wow. to the library, read the book Think and Grow Rich, and his life turned around. Your mindset, your diet, and positive relationships, giving yourself a healing, nurturing environment, strengthens your immune system and allows you to stay here longer and do your great work. Mm. So you have to program yourself or your mind will be programmed. In order to do something you've never done, you've got to become someone you've never been. You've got to become a risk taker. Two things there. He said, you've got to program yourself, otherwise you'd be programmed. That's exactly what I talked about with the, your brain as a computer. And then secondly, um, he said, just playing it back here, he said, you have to program yourself or your mind will be programmed. And then in order to do something you've never done, You've got to become something you've never been. Now, what I want to say about that is becoming someone that you've never been can look like one, faking it until you're making it. But I have to make an episode about this as well because faking it till you make it is good, but only with action. If I was to fake it till I make it to be a completely different person, I will never become that person until I take action. I can have that persona, but I truly won't be that person. Therefore, I'll just get caught out. I won't even be able to sustain it because it's just going to be, it's just fake. And and faking it till you're making it does require action. Therefore, it's not a bad thing faking it till you're making it. I do believe that to a degree. It's actually just a, in, in fact, it's really just a cliche kind of sentence, right? Everyone is faking it till they're making it because all that is, is, you want to become a professional footballer? Well, you're not a professional footballer yet, so you've got to do everything you can to get there to become it. That is faking it till you're making it. Maybe it's faking a persona, but if you want to become that thing, then you do have to... You don't, you don't, you don't become born with it, right? You have to fake it till you make it, I guess. But that faking is really just action, right? So faking it till you're making it is action-based, but it comes with a sense of... It's a, it's a good word. Uh, sentence and and it does make you think that you should fake a persona or you should fake a way or act like you are that way without being it which i've done my whole life i've acted like i'm a professional footballer even from when i when i started and what i mean by that is i didn't necessarily think i was but i acted like i was because i knew that when i was going to be one it's because i've been acting like it for years um but let's get going this God said, if you're not willing to risk, you can't grow. And if you can't grow, you can't become your best. And if you can't become your best, you can't be happy. And if you can't be happy, then what else is there? When you find something that you love, you will study it. Something that you love, it becomes not just confident, but you will become competent on that. I pour myself into it. I lose myself into it because it's not about interesting he said 
something about enjoying it and then competence. Now, if you've listened to my episode on passion, you would know that those are two out of the three things of which I have talked about to have a passion for something. You need, firstly, competence, which then has a level of enjoyment and then has a level of fulfillment. And when you have those three together, this is what you can call a passion. Now, I don't like using the word passion, uh, but that is what people would probably call a passion. Now, I say passion is pretty transferable. You may disagree, but I would say for me, at least, I can quit football tomorrow, go on to the next thing. And I would never care about football ever again. Maybe, you know, I'd watch it because I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time doing it. And that was, you know, when I watch football, I get us a sense of, I get a sense of fulfillment because I once did it. It's also entertaining depending on who you are. I actually don't find football enjoying to watch. I much prefer to play it. But whatever it is, if you are competent at something, you will more often than not enjoy it. The more competent you become, the more you enjoy it, the more fulfillment you get. Now that's what passion, I believe, is. Interesting that he said that without listening to my episode. Of course, Les Brown... You should listen to my episode, Les. It's about the audience. Ask for help. Not because you're weak, but because you want to remain strong and don't stop until you get it. I tell people, you're going to face tough times. But I affirm, no matter how bad it is or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. You don't get in life what you want. You get in life what you are. Develop your communication skills because once you open your mouth, you tell the world who you are. And live a life of contribution. Decide that you are going to live your life in such a way as Horace Mann said, you should be ashamed to die until you made some major contribution to humankind. And I want to find other people who have that kind of magnificent obsession, who have that kind of conviction about their lives, who want to make that kind of mark of their life. Bear in mind, I've never heard Les Brown before, but he's used now. I'm not saying he's used it before me. He's definitely used it before me. I probably wasn't even alive when he was getting the most famous. But he said conviction. And he said another word, which I use, obsession. Now, okay, a lot of people use obsession. But typically people use obsession in a bad light. Um, conviction, obsession. And they talked about competence and enjoyment. Not to say I'm a, I'm a motivational speech guy. Now, I'm... These, I, I don't know if Les Brown is either. This is just someone who's turned a podcast. You could turn this into a motivational clip if you wanted to. It wouldn't be very motivational because I've talked about someone being motivational, but I don't know if Les Brown is, but someone who's using these types of word, words on obviously has some sort of similarities to myself. That made me sound very egotistical. I would say at least we have a similar perspective. Can I, with the time that I have left, amplify and train and multiply voices of hope and create a better world? We we'll have enough time to do that. And we all have an expiration date. So live your life from a place of love. I think what I said throughout makes a lot of sense. What he's doing is not telling you how to do X, Y, or Z, but he's saying that 
if you don't do it, then you probably won't feel that sense of fulfillment. And guess what? If you don't do it now, you may never get the opportunity to do so. So I honestly just see that as is re-incentivizing you with two different powers. Through time pressure and through guilt tripping, essentially. And no problem whatsoever with me. I like it. Um, again, motivational, questionable in terms of um, what's, what's that going to do to you? You're gonna, are you going to now do 20 push-ups and run 10 kilometers? I'm, I, maybe it did do that for you. For me, it, it didn't do anything. But that's short-term motivation. I wouldn't say that I need short-term motivation because my long-term motivation is the incentive is still there. Don't get me wrong. There'll be times where I'm thinking, why do, why do I need to train? I still do it. I still do it because I, I'm, I've just wired myself to know that I'm better off for doing it even when I don't feel like doing it. And typically, I'll feel so much better for doing it. And honestly, that probably keeps me going for quite a bit. Um, let's say I don't have any re-incentivized moments for months. When I keep training when I don't want to, that honestly keeps me going. And that doesn't... I don't feel like I need any more motivation because me doing something that I don't want to do makes me feel motivated. It's... It doesn't make me feel motivated, but for the sake of explaining it in the most simple terms, it makes me feel like I should do more, and it gives me that sense of fulfillment that you need. But anyways, guys, I kind of rambled off topic a little bit, but I think it was pretty... Um, it was pretty... I guess putting things into perspective, really, and not just for this video, but for a lot of the things I say, I think... Um, it did make a bit of sense there, but hope you enjoyed this one and we will catch you in the next episode. I think uh, the next episode should be a good one for you guys. Uh, I've sat down with the youngest manager in the UK, episode 79, Sammy Leonard. And yeah, it was a good episode. Lots more content coming out soon, guys. Uh, we hope that we'll get 100 subscribers in by the end of the year, by the way, sorry. And there will be 100 episodes up by the end of the year. So we're only six subscribers away, which is not very much. But for the size of that we are, that's still 5% of our whole following. So for us, it's a big deal. But um, yeah, lots of growth this past month. It's been really good. So thank you for all of the support. And we keep on to grow. We keep on to grow sculpted. My English is so bad at the minute. Sorry, guys. Was, if you... Yeah. You probably know why my English is bad if you're if you if you listen to this. But we want to keep growing sculpted. Subscribe. Get us to hundred subscribers because we keep growing. We keep growing. And I'm not gonna stop doing these even if it's just one person watching, right? So yeah, we'll catch you in the next episode, guys. Thanks for watching. <laughs>